Welcome back to another episode of Bouch Bombateries presented by On My Grown the Podcast. I'm your co-host Rodney Boyd. I'm your co-host Mel Mitchell. And um Yeah, let's let's and we'll, let, let me first overall thoughts on the episode. I thought it was good. I thought they really been putting a pinky toe in the writing of these past couple episodes. Like it's been very good. Um it's bittersweet because I know we have one episode left and who knows when any of our shows are gonna be back. So yeah. this was my last show that I've been watching in real time. Um, like this is us ain't coming back because they can't shoot they can't shoot all American, they can't shoot Snowfall ain't even coming back. So it's just like Yeah. Um Well I'm just sad. Um, I believe they and sometimes this month they are opening up um, in California for allowing productions to restart. That's good. But I, I assume that that will throw so much timing off, you know, you know, because everybody tends to be more booked nowadays. So that's a very good point. We don't even know when this when when it would be possible for them to return. Right, because I'm sure they're probably in the middle of filming for Snowfall because that's usually that's usually slated for the summer. But I mean, they couldn't even finish the series finale of Empire. They just had to get show the people what they had put together because they couldn't finish shooting. So, and not that I watch Empire still. I just clicked on the hashtag because I wanted to see how it all ended. And they were like, "This is so you know thrown together, blah blah blah." So TV is suffering, movies are suffering. Um, totally off topic, but I'm just that's just what I'm thinking. Like this is the last time I'm anticipating watching a show mm. because it's just binging from here on out because nothing was able to be done. Wow. Um, insecure wise I'm excited going into the finale um, this has been a good you know the past couple episodes have been a good way to tie up the season because it wasn't looking very good um, before then it was like oh it's dragging why are we here and now it's like okay I see what y'all are doing here and I think I think I may have heard that next season is the last season I don't know if I made that up or not I know I they only get in they only renewed for a, a fifth season and we always said like we don't know how much further they can go um so it, i wouldn't be yeah. shocked <clears throat> i wouldn't be shocked and i would not be mad I feel like it, it served its purpose it opened so many doors it revolutionized it's like black millennial content um I'm grateful for it. Like, I feel like it's very parallel to me and my experience. This, the rewatch value is excellent, especially season two. So, yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy with where the show is and just, like, the intentionality in it. And Kerry Washington did a great job directing. It was beautifully shot. I want to, well, I'll talk about that a little later because I had a discussion on, on that. Um, okay, go ahead. My brother. But, uh, so, with the episode, they open up with Ethan Lawrence in love, in lust, just humping and eating all over Didn't that couch. Didn't even seem real. No, everybody was like, "This is a dream sequence." Right, because you know how it is. It's like you know, it kind of was too perfect, almost almost like the finale of season two. So we're like, "Oh, she gonna wake up and be like, you know, it was a hit and quit situation." But no, they were really like on that, and I'm like, "Who would have thought?" Like. <laughs> Who would like we all played about them getting back together and joked about it or whatever, but it really happened and it's so nice, it's so organic. They just fit and that just made me fucking happy. It really did. Um And then it that, was just Yeah. That song choice, uh, it was a giving. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh The sound the sound choice is always good. The sex scenes, the the everything's just always 
they were, they were having more creative sex. It looked like it was longer. It's more intentional. You know, we got some butt cheek action as usual. And I'm just like, uh, is that that good like honeymoon stage cohabitation that you just can't be that? Yeah, you, you just you, there's nothing better than being with your person. Oh man! And then it's like when you, I thought they've been through. God, thought they've been through to be back. After everybody they've ran through in between and the trains and the chlamydia and the nut in the eye and all of that to get back to this moment. So ladies, let this be a lesson. You can cheat on your nigga. Be patient. He's coming back. He'll come back. Just wait. I think I don't don't encourage everybody because don't. what we have to recognize is Lawrence was at a different stage than a lot of men. He had bought a ring. Y'all gonna go cheat before the nigga even think about a ring, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna move ring on." Ring or not, ring or not. I think it shows his commitment. He's coming back. He's sleep. So <clears throat> after all the lovey dovey, we we see them sitting on the couch and they're talking, and he's like, "Yo, who is who's who's this playing on the on the stereo?" She had, I guess, she had control of the music, and at that moment, her other nigga, I don't know, it's not her other nigga, her friend Nathan. Mm-hmm. Text her about is he gonna is she gonna still help him move later on in the week? And mm-hmm. Issa's like, hey, did I ever tell you about my friend Nathan? And I thought it was really funny. He was like, is that the name of the artist? Because that's truly how music right. artists name themselves. Party now. next door, right? All yeah. kind of weird sentences and shit. Um, and she's like, no, he's this guy I used to date, but we're still friends. You know, unless it makes it uncomfortable for you, I won't go. And. In Lawrence, Lawrence responds like, "Oh, I, I got you that whipped," and I thought I felt it was insincere. I felt he had some concerns, but right, they're he's not trying def- to, right. He tried to play it off, but it's like, and on my first initial like, okay, why is she telling him about Nathan? Why is she telling Nathan about him? And I thought I was like, bitch, after you lost this nigga for about two years for cheating, you need to have very clear communication, and you got to make that shit plain. So I'm happy for her for saying that and making it like hey if you don't like listen it's platonic if you feel uncomfortable then I won't go and period but if you want that nigga you gotta work for it I get it <laughs> and uh Issa asked Lawrence you know like does he have any anything loose hanging any loose strings hanging or whatever loose vaginas <laughs> loose vaginas <laughs> and he's like oh you talking about condola she was like yeah we talked that's done and that I'm so glad we can put all of our um, the game theories away like people always theorize with insecure like he's not insecure like we're not watching anything produced by Mona Scott Young this is not Tyler Perry like no oh shit sorry like this is not no Chitlin Circuit production so of course it's not gonna have these wild ass storylines Condola is not pregnant and again, I'm gonna revisit this every time because y'all keep y'all made it a thing that is Tiffany's husband's child is not the milkman's baby. Yeah. Like y'all keep on trying to give these ghetto ass <laughs> like ridiculous ass storylines. Pro- projecting right. y'all storylines. <laughs> right. That's what happened with Pookie and that is not what's happening over here in fucking Prentice World. Okay. So but yeah, I thought that was good that we that was open and shut case. They moved on. I was a, I, I will say maybe because I'm just such a fan of, of Lawrence's storyline. I, I, I felt, I, I get it though. I felt like for Condola to have been blowing him up and it was all that to do, to not even see like maybe a scene with them or like it to be a little more than just like we talked is done. I was, uh, I was a little disappointed, but I get it. 
But I mean, bitches do be pressed though. I think it could just fall down to that, like bitches be pressed. Press, 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 press. <laughs> like she could have just been over communicating, and that was that. Not, hey, I have a button in the oven communicating, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um. Do you consider? What would you consider? I mean, she she asked uh, Lawrence, like, "What are we?" And he was like, "Well, what do you want us to be?" And they don't really define it. <clears throat> I think with them particularly, like with Ethan Lawrence, with their shit. I think that was a fair question because it's like, are we a back together, back together? Are we yeah. kicking it? Are we just hunching? Are we, what are we? And I think that's a fair question. If it's just some dude y- y'all been texting and hunching for a week and a half, like, eh, whatever. But like for them, it's, I think they need to have those clear boundaries. They need to have those clear, you know, parameters or whatever because that's important. That's do, important. Do you think it's fair... I guess uh, maybe of Lawrence or, or just do you think it's fair that they're operating like this without anything defined? Um, yes, because again, their past, it mm-hmm. was so rocky and then it was so, you know, dramatic and it was just such a thing that we need to talk every fucking thing out. Yeah. Until shit is like cool. Yeah. I uh, cause I just saw some feedback on Twitter like you know didn't they ain't define nothing girl you single and and I just felt like I I view them as all they're dating but they have such a level of comfort with each other it just looks right different than it looks you more would. serious because they've already dated for five years so you can't yeah. just regular date because you know everything about each other y'all are knowing y'all are getting to know each other now like the new you in, right filling that gap of the new but. You still like mayonnaise on your fries, nigga. I know that. You still, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you still got that birth cheek on your birth birthmark on your left butt cheek. Like I know you, so we can't just be no casual thing because of how familiar we are with each other. And again, because Issa has cheated, and that's why they weren't, they haven't been together in the past x amount of years. They need to, well, especially her. She needs to do the extra work, like period. And I get it. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. So next scene, we we flashed to Molly at her uh, therapy session that we saw her episode seven call and and schedule. And she's talking about having anxiety about her relationship and doesn't need Issa adding to it. She talks about this is her longest relationship she's been in and it's more work than she anticipated. Uh, And I just want to point out her longest relationship at 30, 31 has been less than a year. It may be less than nine months. Right, we probably at six months at best, and it's just like, congrats, like, <laughs> yikes. Right, this says more about you than anything. Because are y'all even at I love you level? Like, I'm. Hmm. Have we seen him say I love you? Right, I don't think we have. And he's still. I mean, they still have some kinks to work out. So we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah. Um. I'm glad that she went to therapy, and I'm glad her therapist was like, so it's everybody but you. So no Everybody's wrong But Molly Oh okay And it's just Yeah And of course Like the way she framed it It's like bitch It's you You are the problem You She asked her This important question of Do you want to be In relationship Or do you want to be Right Mm. Drag me That's you No actually You know what As committed as I am To being right All the fucking time And being a know it all when I'm wrong, I'm fucking wrong. And I can say that. I can apologize and we can, you know, do whatever. But, yeah. but I, I hear, and that sounds, that sounds like um, reasonable. 
But I feel like that is the same. Could be almost be the same attitude that Molly has, because. But like I, I'm able to acknowledge when I'm wrong in situations. I can take a step out of like you know take a step back, look at it like okay, am I wrong? Shit, because I don't think Molly even does that because she's like, am I wrong? Nope, I'm not. So like that's how Molly operates. I could be like you know what? Because I just had to say, um the other day I had a disagreement. I was like okay, you know what? You were absolutely right. I'm wrong as hell. Like and then we moved on. But Molly be like, you know what? You still wrong. I'm right. But like, and that's not productive at all. And she's always been that way. So, yeah. So for you, because I was definitely always like a, I'm going to be, I'm going to be fucking right in this. Right. Like I'm sticking to my guns, but it's like, at some point, something has to give. Yeah. and, and, And sometimes, and I think what, what, at least for me, what I've learned is like, you don't have to be the one to prove you were right. If mm-hmm. if you would if you're willing to be in relationship and be humble and, and commune with people, they will eventually see it. Mm-hmm. If you're truly right, and so I think that's really right. what, what you should enforce it, right? Yeah, and Molly's all, and Molly. Yeah, she just showed. Yeah, um, I, I'll talk about that later. And the fact that she didn't see anything that she did wrong, even in the block party, is a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. Like and it's but it's it was, it was like she gave us that pause like ooh she might realize she's wrong but I think she was like nope Issa's wrong Trump my wrong because if Issa never did her wrong I would never have gotten to my wrong right right and it's just like bitch what the fuck do you want a friend or not and that was another thing like and I think when when the therapist asked her, do you want to be right or do you want a relationship I think it was even bigger than just Andrew I think she meant Issa too. Oh, I thought she meant just in general. Like, do you want right. relationships with people? Because nobody's right. gonna fuck I, with I, you. <laughs> right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Because you know, Andrew, the brother shit, and all that is just like, what do you, do you want to fix her? Or are you gonna sit here and stay, be mad? Yeah. What the fuck do you want? All right. So, what happened next? Issa's at her house working on the next event. Um, she confirms with Nathan that she's uh, she will help him move later that week. And so then, but she. she she then kind of starts scrolling through her phone book, tries to call Kelly and Amal for advice about this Nathan Lawrence situation. Let's talk about, hold on real quick, because Kelly had a bilingual answering machine. And yeah. we had a whole debate a month ago on Twitter about Kelly being Afro-Latina because someone said that. We was like, when did that happen? Who said that? And then we proved that she never said that, but now she has a bilingual. I don't know if that was just like a Kelly gag, just because, you know, you never know what you're going to get with Kelly or she's really Afro-Latina. I don't I took it as she I, I felt like in earlier episodes she she does services for English and Spanish speakers I don't know why that was my assumption mm-hmm. but I, I thought it was I, I took it as it was just like she's just bilingual and it helps her make more money hmm. not that she's an Afro-Latina I don't know I never got in either of those things so that was an interesting little tidbit and then she called them all who I'm warming up to I'm starting to like him Okay. Even after me. this? Maybe he's me. He might be me. And maybe that's why. Okay. <laughs> maybe that's why. We were bumping heads at first. But um, yeah, he was funny because he was saying like, oh, I like to keep me a light-skinned nigga and a dark-skinned nigga too. That shit was funny to your girl. <laughs> that shit was funny. Um, But what did he say? I forgot. He was like, she was like, me and Lawrence are back together. He was like, does he know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's also made me. And... Um, he didn't 
He didn't really provide any advice. He was, she was like, well, thanks for nothing. He was like, you get what you pay for. Right. Because <laughs> he's over again, here like his me. mouth is burning from Jamaican food. Right. He living his life. Um, but that's just goes to show like she ain't got nobody to fucking talk to but Molly. Yeah. And I think especially given like this situation because Molly knows the depth of both Right, because she was there. Yeah. Because there's certain, like, friends that I talk to about certain niggas. Like, I'm not going to call, I don't know, Tiffany about Jamal, because she'll know what happened with Jamal. I got to call Tanisha, because mm-hmm. Tanisha was there when we went to the club with Jamal that one time, so she mm-hmm. know the whole shebang, right? So it's like, and then you had that one friend that just knows all your niggas, so you can talk to them about all of them, but it's like specific, you know, situation with when certain friends is there. So it's like, damn, I can't even call this bitch because... Whatever. Yeah. I get it. And um and so she considers calling Molly and then we see her call Molly. And Molly answers, she's in the car and you know, she does the awkward Easter thing. And then she's like, you know, she she's very transparent. And like, hey girl, I miss you. And I got this situation with Lawrence and Nathan and there's no no one I I'd rather talk to. Right. Or I can talk to about this. And Molly goes just like selfish ass Issa to call want to talk about her shit and we find out this is a dream sequence right but it seemed very on brand for what would have happened if she kind of came like that yeah and that's how she thinks anyway so and so she ends up calling Molly and leaves a voicemail and invites her out to brunch and so uh, the next thing they actually are at brunch and they just have a very surface level, like, hey, I seen your vacation on Facebook. Um, you know, they don't talk about the block party. They talk about how Torian apparently loves rollerblading and he twisted his ankle. Hilarious. And then it's like that one friend that you just, y'all just have y'all thing and y'all know. Cause Tiffany not gonna get it, but Tanisha, I probably shouldn't say Tiffany because of Tiffany in the show. Um, let me look around. Tanya. Audrey. I got Audrey up in picture in my room. Audrey ain't gonna know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, everything that happened. So it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but what, okay, so what did you think of the brunch? That it was very surface level. Uh, East Super surface paying, level. Paying it for was, brunch. Which was another bullet point to why we think Molly just don't fuck with her because it's just like, this bitch don't need me no more. She don't love me no more. And she just really mad about it because it's like, bitch, she grew. You wanted her to stop having to need you everything and she finally don't and she can pay for brunch and shit. And she was like literally impressed. And it's like, I think she internalized that because obviously but it would it bothered me that it was so surface level. It really did. We understand that it's not confrontational or whatever, but it's like, talk about this shit like if you gonna sandwich it and then come back with it. and then girl you know I saw Tori and things now that we talked about the black party I don't like I was just telling um, my sister like I don't like when people have conflict and instead of addressing it they just start being nice so girl remember that one time and no bitch I'm mad let's talk about why I'm mad I was okay with it and here's why I, I felt like because it was such a big blowout this was like a feeler like can we still interact you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was good it was cordial and I feel like you know that kind of reestablished a comfort level at least for Issa and to me I felt like okay the next conversation we could say hey let's let's talk about this thing 
Mm-hmm. You know, had this had had they had this and it had gone bad for whatever reason, you know, it's like okay, well, fuck it, man. We ain't even got to address the the black party because we 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 can't you fuck know, with each other no way. It's like I mean, at first I was like, oh, maybe it's water under the bridge. I guess like I'm like for me, I would have brought it up, but I don't know. It's like I hate when a friendship and like this friendship breakup hits home because it's like I've been there like a million times and it's just like I'm tired of having the same conversation I'm tired of having the same kind of come to Jesus meeting so maybe it's like alright bitch we know what's wrong we know our, we gonna apply the notes and move on and let's just talk about old shit but at the same time it's like no we need to fucking address what the fuck is going on so I don't know okay, I would've brought it up um she informs Molly though that she's gonna help Nathan move and you know that was kind of her way of like girl ask more you know like mm-hmm. But she just she just kind of did she ever tell her about that her and Lawrence are back together? I don't remember her saying. I that. don't believe so. I, it's my understanding that she doesn't know about that. Right, I was about to say I don't think she told her, which is another thing. Like it's it's hella shit that needs to be fucking discussed. Because if you tell me you back with Demarcus ass, I'm gonna be like, bitch. I she I don't think she'll tell her anytime soon. Just because you know that was a part of Molly's like you messy you know you, you over here yeah, it's gonna go back to the whole Lawrence. messy thing and it's like you and can't be mad at Issa for going back to Lawrence cause Issa was the one that's in the wrong so anybody I wanna know what Chad has to say if Chad don't show up next week I know something um and then also wouldn't it be like a it would be Molly's I, I told you it wouldn't work because she fell out with Condola and mm-hmm. is back with Lawrence you know and Molly was like, "That's messy. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be working with her." Right, and that is messy. But it's like a not. It wasn't. It's not a messy, messy. It's a. Yeah. It's. It's messy, but if you make it messy. Now that Condola and Condola is the one that brought them together, because she wasn't even studying Lawrence, and Lawrence wasn't studying her until they like. To Condola, to the next bitch came, which is funny. I I just know everybody better be in next episode because it's gotta. They got a lot to address, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, so after this, Molly pulls up to Andrew and uh, House and they debrief about the brunch. Um, Andrew's like, "Well, maybe you should meet Issa halfway, you know, in in terms of just trying, you know, because he, he she tells him like, yeah, we didn't talk about the block party." Right. I was like, "Okay, well, did you try to bring it up? Well, she didn't bring it up, and he's really sick of her ass." Yeah, at, at a certain point, he's- the red flags are like, mm, "This bitch is hella like." confrontational without you know any resolution like what the fuck that's why I just can't like if you wrong bitch be wrong it's okay your record still will be fine and um Andrew invites Molly to it says basically his brother Victor has invited him and Molly to the Clipper game um you know as as kind of a peace offering and she declines I mean we probably wouldn't have been together no after that anyway but if I am the least I can do is work with this nigga because if we get married this nigga never gonna go he's never gonna go away right. so may as well make friends with this nigga over some cheap popcorn or some like little wings or some shit maybe had a little sliders if it's a sweet seeds anyway but just saying like y'all may as well play nice but how could you not give a fuck and Andrew was obviously bothered by that I don't was it too soon though I don't know I, I, How much me, time has passed Since their vacation I feel like it hasn't been much Because you figure They ran into Lawrence 
at the airport. He invites mm-hmm. Issa out. Like, but that been, montage shows some couple weeks. So okay, so like maybe a month or two. Yeah, like a okay. good four weeks. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, she should have went. Um. So uh, next scene is Issa and her assistant leaving a meeting at a bike. I, I thought it was a bike shop, but it's like a cycling studio. It sounded like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, a Bob Rod or something. Yeah, for their next event. Uh, the, <laughs> and the assistant tells her about why she avoids bikes because she broke her pelvic bone at 15 and had a diaper cast. And <laughs> it was so fucking random. I like her character. We were like, ooh. <laughs> and she's on a high gluten diet trying to get thick for the weekend. So she had like. Thick for the weekend was the funniest shit I ever heard. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I never had to worry about doing that because I'm sick every day, unfortunately. But it's just like, that's funny. She had waffles in her, like egos in her purse <laughs> in with. Her purse. Heat with warmers. the hand warmers I never yeah. thought of that You know how many times I done put food in my purse I could have kept them warm But I was just like This is a dry ass waffle With no syrup at all Like Maybe she had like The McGriddle crystals in them I, Maybe But I Yeah I was like That was That was the weird part to me But um, and, and, But Lawrence calls And uh, As as Issa's kind of Getting in her car And they have You know Some of their classic Corny banter She calls him rice aroni. Cause it's a San Francisco My San Francisco snack Right treat. I never really um, I wasn't hip to that Yeah I was like That's something I didn't know But That's cute They're doing their corny thing It's like Oh I hate it It's like I love it too But <laughs> ew But oh But yuck But oh Sweet So That was really cute And they talk And she tells him about brunch And then he says His interview went really well And he looks really when he said it, he, I mean, the, the, he looked like happy and that's concerning. Like, cause it went well. So it's like, dang, he gonna move now. Now we have the, the age old love triangle hang, um, cliffhanger. Oh snap. What is she gonna do? Who's she gonna pick? And I think she, she should be able to have both, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, yeah, they talk about oh yeah yeah they talked about the brunch and how like maybe they just needed some time um, right. to pass to get back to the old them and they kind of like you know like a but they didn't right. say it <laughs> right it was like a moment and I was like it's really like call your ex propaganda I have not called my ex but I've, I've been like what was that nigga doing today like hmm, maybe you know familiarity <laughs> I, I saw a tweet that said my ex ain't responded yet it's okay it's a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> like hmm definitely propaganda. Um, but you know I just want to tell people Don't You know maybe Maybe you're security Bay And you're not Lawrence You know So don't You gotta know Who who your Issa And who your Lawrence is Maybe you Tasha And you thinking you Issa You know just Just know who you are To people Who are you talking to I'm trying to figure out What that message was for I'm telling <laughs> If it's Lawrence You know who your Lawrence is If you if you wanted to get To five X amount of years Then obviously That's not Lawrence Oh, that's not Issa. We talking about um, real relationships. We talking about real love. None I mean, of this stuff is real. Okay. Dang, I've been a Tasha before. Dang, I was a Tasha, huh? <laughs> look, look well, at he's you. blocked. He's blocked. But damn, I was Tasha. Uh huh. That's crazy. I was really like low key one of the, the montage bitches <laughs> <laughs> from the chlamydia montage. Anyway, mine uh, is the chlamydia. But 
Um, dang, you made me lose my place. It was so funny. Okay, no, Issa pulls up on Nathan to help um, move, and in true Issa fashion, she's she's you know awkward upon arrival. But when, Being so weird. I love when she was walking in and practicing her greeting. She's like, yeah, hey, buddy, this is not my white child. <laughs> uh, and then, and then she she settled on my nigga. <laughs> I pitch what? So aggressive. <laughs> Um. Yeah, yeah. So she and then you know so there, she's move, once again moving around the apartment awkwardly. Like, oh, I'm gonna start on this box. He come, you know, and then she's like, oh, I'm gonna start on this box. And then he like he informs her that him and some of his partners are gonna buy the barbershop from the current owner, which is cute. So they you know they moving up. They 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 got their hustle on. He's like, you know, your hustle inspired my hustle, and you know. Uh, so I'm gonna need you to get your shit together, cause you know I'm gonna need a shout out or something. And she's like, okay, you know, like my prices aren't set. He's like, you know, whatever, I, I'll earn it. You know, thinking like, oh, okay, he's smooth schmoozing her over. And I'm and over here like, now it's the Nathan propaganda is working on me, and I'm like, oh my god, cause I love Nathan. I always have liked Nathan. Yeah, you have. You you've been very vocal. I love scruffy light skin niggas. So like, this has been my ministry. So now I'm like, dang, now she's back with Lawrence. I was like, I want her to have him too. And then he was like pushing up hard because they ain't been really alone in like some quarters. And niggas, when they get a first, like, when they get a new place, they be trying to hunch you, okay? I don't know what this <laughs> is. But ain't nothing like a nigga with a new apartment that wants to have sex. And so, yeah, so she he, <laughs> he putting the moves on her and then she hit him with the, just want to inform you, my ex and I, um, we're seeing each other again So yeah Yeah And cuz is hurt Cuz The one you cheated on <laughs> He goes He starts sounding like A, a Joe track from the 90s Just start Dirty Mac <laughs> Tell me what kind of man Would treat this woman so cold Exa- That's He it really That's really He's like He seems sometimes <laughs> How you know Like how you how you mad and you sometimes went I'm like Issa's really been in her bag with speaking her mind she was like well at least this nigga didn't ghost my motherfucking ass that's my translation and then he had the nigga's always so fucking dreaded actually I'm bipolar and I'm like damn <laughs> cause I was in mid celebration for my girl but finally like that's right bitch and then actually mental illness damn right right while you're shaming people I had a serious diagnosis. <laughs> so now you're an asshole. Now right. she's like, "Damn, well you didn't have to ghost me, nigga." Hold on, I just want to say one. The last in, insult that he had that really made me mad because I'm Lawrence Hive. He go, "I just hope he keep his shit together for you this time." Ouch. <laughs> he was in his bag, really talking Wait. shit like niggas. Oof. Wait. When they get to dirty macking. No, no shame. No. I might get some, some, you know, some blowback from this, but. Is the bipolar barber really talking about? I hope he keep his shit together. Wow, you asshole, like Issa. <laughs> I mean, Nathan ain't never had his not had his shit together other than mentally, but that's not <laughs> his fault. He couldn't help that, so he went and got the help that he needed. So his shit is together. So period. His shit is together. So stop trying to talk about my king. Okay, he noticed that something's wrong with him mentally, so he went and got that shit checked out and diagnosed. Yeah. And now he's back with his own spot, about to have his own barber spot, and you a hating ass nigga. So just, I don't appreciate it. 
but uh, he did. You know, he did say something. He was like, you know, I just had to sort some shit out in the type of people I wanted in my life, and you're one of them. Even after she told him, you know, I'm back with my old nigga. Niggas working hard. Is this her Tasha? This is her Tasha. Mm, no, it's a little deeper than Tasha. It's like Tasha esque, but like she actually doing right by him for the most part. Okay. Because um, always when they're not together, it's his fault because he wanted to ghost. Yeah. Like had he not ghosted, they probably would be together. That's yeah. His fault. Yeah. Um. Just a question, you know, kind of brought up. Do you do you think you could sustain a relationship with someone who has a, a mental health diagnosis? Um, I don't know. It depends on what it is. Like, because I feel like most of us have anxiety and depression, but it's just like, I think it'd be hard, especially if it's like depression, because then you kind of blame yourself. Like, what can I do? And it's like a lot. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. That's one of the things I really don't know until I get in one of those situations. And then we all have our own shit. Like, I know it was hard dating with depression and having someone who did not understand what the fuck was going on. So it's like, I've been there. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty deep. So I'm not sure. That's a, a bridge I'll cross when I come to it. Okay. Um, How about you? Asking me all the goddamn questions. Bipolar would be, I would be hesitant. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I just to be honest, I think part of my concern would be, is this something, you know, hereditary that could get passed to my child? Mm-hmm. Um, am I equipped emotionally and, you know, um, kind of intellectual intellectually to to help this person you know through those through those episodes what is what does life look like you know like what are just some of the things that i have to prepare for if i am dating somebody with this and and do i feel up to the challenge um so i think it, i would definitely be hesitant mm-hmm. um yeah because that's heavy it's a lot and it just depends like if it comes out or down the line, if it's fresh, if it's set on the first date, like, you know. Yeah. So a lot of different factors to how that would go. Yeah. But um so yeah, they're moving and then they end up so they, they go to they go to another scene and it's um Andrew it's at Andrew's house. Yeah. Right. And and Molly pulls up. Yeah. Looking like, like Sully from um Monsters Inc. <laughs> She pulls up with the wrong food because she, she said she was going to get something else. But she's like, uh, I Indian. decided, yeah, I decided to get something else because some stupid ass reason. And Andrew's like, mm. <laughs> he is going to snap. Gretchen Wieners is going to crack. And then he was like, oh, you know, and then he brought up the basketball game. Like, you know, he asked about you. It was kind of weird. I had to lie for you, but it was weird that you weren't there. She's like, why? And she, again, is not seeing what the fucking problem is, which is a problem. So it was like super, I mean, awkward, and then it was getting kind of argumentative. Well, and he, then, he was like, "Why well, are you never going to see him again? It's my brother." And she's like, "I don't understand why you would ask me to do something that makes me feel uncomfortable." Right. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it just, it, it just kind of screams selfish. Yeah, I get it, but it's like if you want to be with this man, you have to fix some shit. And granted, I would have told his brother to kiss my ass as well, but it's like if you gonna continue, like I would just broke up with the nigga. But if you're going to continue to be with this man, you need to start fixing shit and figure that shit out. Yeah. Period. Facts. Um, yeah, so, like you said, Issa and Nathan, they interrupt their discussion. 
uh, to finish up moving, moving, and there's some tension in the room. And they're and like, so, oh, well, we can, we're, we'll be out of y'all hair or whatever. They make it weird, but then with them trying to make it seem, with Andrew and Molly trying to make it seem not weird, they made it even weirder and like made it a whole different party. Uh, Olympics you, you talk about. The maturity Olympics again, right. They're trying to be so mature. Oh, no, we're fine. Stop, no, come eat. And then Ethan's like, I'm not even hungry. And Nathan's like, nigga, we're starving. What are you talking about? So they end up staying for dinner and eating all the food and it was just like, okay. It was, it was a vibe they thought they were going to have. Yeah. You know, because they, they had met each other, you know, the same time. The same they, way, right. This this really would have been supposed to have been happening had Nathan not ghosted. Right. And Nathan and Issa are the only reason Andrew and Molly are even the thing. Issa, bitch, switch out on you. The only reason you have a man is because I had another man. If I ain't have this man, you wouldn't have your man. Right. Your longest relationship, you worried I'm a ruin. I actually put you on. Right. Period. Because have we not gone to that little pool party? So, yeah. Um, so they end up like playing games and they're talking about, which I'm going to try as soon as the streets open up. Yeah, they're playing um, Celebrity Heights Celebrity Heights Which is so funny Because I'm like Who thinks of this kind of shit But that's fun And I'm gonna do it That's um, that's some real shit okay, I just want Just a real quick funny story uh, In 2009 When Michael Jackson passed uh, We were looking at the casket And we were like Dang Was Michael Jackson tall? And we were like Whoa you, We should just figure out We should just ask Google So my dad goes to Google And he types in Was Michael Jackson short? And we're like why didn't you just ask his height? Like that just seemed like such a weird phrasing of the question to ask Google, right. and it didn't yield the results we had. It's like, no, oh, people say he was fairly tall or whatever, and then we found out he he was six feet tall. So fun fact. Wow, yeah, he didn't give me tall at all. Which is why this celebrity height game seems pretty fun. It's accurate, like because Bernie Sanders does seem short, and that's a very accurate <laughs> thing. So they're all like vibing and they're having cute moments. Molly and Issa are having moments. And then like Andrew goes to the kitchen to get something, gives Molly Someone like a little bottle. Yeah. Give her oh yeah, he goes to get a new bottle. And then he gives her like a look like, Good job, pal. And she's Proud like, of you. And then she, Right. <laughs> you know that part when you know a family guy when um Peter tells Meg he farts and he's like, Proud of you. <laughs> yeah. That's basically Yeah. So she texts like Oh, see, I'm trying with her, and he sees. You know, he's, she's obviously trying to send it to Andrew, but her dumbass sends it to Issa, which is top three worst things. You know, like this, a screen sending a screenshot to the person you talk. You know, you talking about uh, like rookie mistake, and Issa sees it and she replies immediately. Like again, Issa using her voice, she's like, "I don't think this is meant for me," and her mad ass gets up and walks out. Do you think that was too much? No, I probably would have loved to, because it's like yeah. here I am, bitch, thinking shit cool. And shit not cool And you acting like it's cool And then you over here See I'm trying Like bitch fuck you Alright I'm going home I mean she could have been like Nathan let's go But that's neither here nor there She was done She wasn't finna help that nigga With no more boxes It was Right <laughs> Fuck your boxes Fuck you your apartment You need There's a whole other man here That can help you move some stuff Leave me alone <laughs> Right And then So Molly goes outside And then like Talking And then you know she was just saying like you know the block party like we didn't talk about it but I thought things were cool she's like we never discussed it and it's much bigger than just the block party we've been on for months and which is true they should have been talked about the shit but we need to talk about that block party shit I finally yeah. had a moment and you came and shat on it period I don't care then we can talk about everything else but it's just like what the fuck so yeah um, they had a discussion she was just like I, I don't think who I am who you are now and who I am now fit anymore 
which is one ouch too really bitch because now that I can pay for brunch <laughs> you mad now that you know my hair done for real for real now that you know I got a little pep in my step now what's a problem see that's that shit I be talking about yeah I do you think if she phrased it in a I think you know we've just grown apart there's a different and the way because she said it like that this proves the theory that we've been saying all season you know she what I'm saying she, it's just really like a, that hater spirit like it's some haters that want to be where you at but it's some haters that, that don't want you where they are yeah and it be like that and then she got this man she acted brand new and it's like oh so now you don't need me cause who you gonna call Kelly got all this shit going on Tiffany is probably about to jump off a building with a wine bottle and a breast pump and like your man ain't cause he's sick of your ass too so you need to get you some friends when you can and I just thought that was stank Issa's like near tears like granted she could have just been more upfront. they could have just talked about it instead of her just saying like oh we just gonna do a self care Sunday and go on about our business bitch talk about it however Molly is out of line big dot full stop that's it yeah um and then Molly was surprised by how Issa like responded. She was just like, "Okay, like but, what the fuck is she supposed to say?" And you know what? But people, people, I feel like people are like that. Like people will say, you, "I feel like there are certain people out there they 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 know you and they will come at you with the the knife of the words in hopes of getting like a visceral reaction out of you." And when you don't give it to them, they're so just crushed. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that, you know, that's part of what Molly was. Was even if Issa didn't say like beggar or apologize or whatever, if Issa would have, you know, cursed at her, she would have been like, yeah, like get, you know, like just give me some reaction. It's like, what can I say? What can be said? Right. You said it's like you give me nothing to work with, so okay, all right. Yeah, she's and Issa's like, I'm meeting you halfway. I'm reaching out when you know I don't feel I was wrong, and. And you give me your ass to kiss Right You know so like you gotta meet home. me Right And I just I get it. it It's exhausting And having to Extend the olive branch Every time yeah. Or just like uh, Just having a conversation Over and over again Like what the fuck is What is the real problem Like we talking Okay cool Selfish Okay boom bum Whatever whatever I'm using people Whatever What is What are you really mad about Right So That shit is annoying so next week I'm excited they, You know they're framing This whole love triangle thing The whole San Francisco thing Like what's gonna happen next Boom boom bow So I'm hoping Something great happens And this season ends off On a beautiful note And tied up in a real nice bow um, So now that the season's One episode off Do you like this season more Or last season more Oh definitely this season more mm-hmm. But I I'm Lawrence Hive More Lawrence storyline It's just better. It's just It's nice seeing things Come together yeah. It is. Like, there's no, like, Coachella, Coachella, Baby Shower. I think those two episodes kind of, like, held it last season down. But this one is like, the way last week made me feel, mm. <laughs> like, I'm going to just watch that when I'm having a long day. Right. Instead yeah. of just playing Love Drought in the Dark like I usually do, I'm going to just put on season four episode, what, what was that, six? Eight. No, eight. Yeah. So yeah, um, I enjoyed it. This has been a great season. I cannot believe it's over. We waited so long for this. And I feel like it's gone already. Um, hopefully next season it has something to do with this bullshit. Um, yeah. What uh, your prediction for how it ends? This, this season ends. I don't know. I don't know. I miss Daniel. 
<laughs> you probably haven't heard anything from Drill. Uh, okay, few points. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, kind of related, unrelated. One, I definitely am disappointed that I felt like for them last season, a setup that Drew and Candace had there were pregnant. Mm-hmm. I was definitely hoping. To, to see, see something To just see, see a reaction Out of Molly Like yo the baby's here We haven't here. seen none of Molly's old niggas I guess that was like Tied up with the boat last year I mean with the graveyard But I'm like Where I, is the mess I feel like Dro and Candace And that baby I feel like that That has more significance It could have more significance Than they're giving us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, But I guess you know When you're writing a TV show You can't just It gets too cluttered With characters And I feel yeah. like over you know three four seasons of this very realistic show we know of course like these niggas and these bitches never go away you always see them at a whatever day party homecoming grocery store whatever but it's like when you're writing a show it gets kind of cluttered cluttered so i get why you know we still don't see tasha we still don't see daniel no more but we know realistically they don't go away for real somebody would have been at that block party i'm still mad about that but yeah um Tiffany. I don't know who she's gonna choose. I don't know who she's gonna choose. I think he's gonna take that job in, in San Francisco. He would be an idiot not to. And I don't think she has the means to move like that, to pack up and move, and she's just not getting her footing. So it may just have to be ending up with Nathan and then, you know, Lawrence on the back burner. Niggas is too old to be making decisions like this to not like if he stay in LA for her, it better have a ring on it like he better just marry her or something because mm, okay. I don't see niggas just passing up an opportunity like that for you know some shit that ain't no real shit so we'll see okay well I had another grievance oh god Tiffany's postpartum storyline want to see a little more of that understand yeah. things are crowded but I, I felt they set it up well for us to not get any payoff mm-hmm. yeah. um, we need some Chad next week too Definitely need Because I know chat. he has words about Lawrence and old girl. <laughs> so you and old girl back together, huh? Right. <laughs> you were fucking her on this couch. <laughs> My um, God, I didn't think I had you. <laughs> right, it's funny. Would you, what about Lawrence proposing, but them being long distance for a while? Because Issa don't have a job that keeps her there. She can eventually move to San Francisco. But she's just now getting her footing and creating a brand for herself with these events. So like, why would she fuck that up? But she got Condola there. Condola be doing the Black LA events too. You know, she could go yeah, to San. Fuck Condola. She could go to San Francisco and hold that down by herself. I mean, they got Afrotech. So what the fuck they need? Uh, okay, the <laughs> no, one I'm of kidding. The- <laughs> but it's just, it's really not that many blacks as it would be LA, and it means more because that's her neighborhood. It's not gonna hit the same. Anything? Oh, final with the Kerry Washington directing, and you know how like they had the Instagram live between Issa and Yvonne yeah, talking about that the, moment. They were trying to create that moment. They did a good job. It worked. My brother and I were like, we don't, we we didn't feel like this episode had like had a moment where she should have had to push her. Like, I, I assume that moment was the was last the combo. Talk. Yeah, but even but that. Just, didn't. I think she was pushing because Issa was in tears. Like she don't usually like get this not oh, okay. emotional, but like just that you know, like she's had blow ups and stuff. But like I felt that friendship hurt, that silent friendship hurt. I felt that, and I, and that's the moment I'm I'm sure it was. And I'm like, okay, like okay, this was this was it. 
it wasn't like <laughs> I don't know why I'm just thinking about somebody saying like why would Ashanti ever have to sing this hard it was a Sierra like it's a picture of them singing real hard oh uh, yeah yeah Sierra <laughs> but but it's like this was necessary for that very moment it don't have to be some big huge blow up but it was still powerful with that one little thug tear so yeah uh okay that was that was all my my grievances well, yeah, we'll see what happens next week. And thank y'all for listening. Make sure y'all tweet and all that other bullshit. And we in this thing. We, we four years in this thing. We've been doing this since season one. Real niggas been watching. And yeah. All right. Is that it? Yeah. yeah all right. Till next time. Bye, y'all.